0: You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 138 What You Didn't Know About Moving to New York City as an Actor. Let's get started. What's up everyone? My name is Maggie Berra and welcome to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. So I know a bunch of you are at this place in your life where you're considering moving to New York. And if that's you, or if you are thinking about moving to New York City in the future for your career, then this episode is for you. I held another poll on my Instagram asking what y'all wanted to hear about next when it comes to actor aesthetic episodes. And lots of you have expressed that you are considering moving to New York City. With the reopening of theater on the horizon, Broadway shows are announcing their comeback dates, and auditions are starting to happen again, New York City seems to be regaining some life back, which is really exciting to see. When the pandemic hit in March of 2020 in the United States, New York City was really, really bad off. I left New York as quickly as I could and came home to New Jersey to be with my family. And I didn't go back until several months later, and it was a completely different city than I had left it. Um, I will say, however, though, it is starting to pick back up. Life is coming back. Summer is coming, and things are looking up. So I'm really excited for what's to come in the next few months. So, you're thinking about moving to New York City. You might be hoping that moving to New York City will allow you to jumpstart your career, meaning you'll be able to go to auditions, meet with agents, get noticed by casting directors, see shows, all of the good stuff. And that all may be true, but there are a lot of other things that come into play when you move to New York City as an actor. And sometimes it takes a huge lifestyle change when you move to New York. So today, we're going to talk about all the things actors might not know about when it comes to moving to New York City. And again, these are all based on my personal experiences moving to New York City as an actor. I hope that in some ways this helps you, it uh, encourages you, it pushes you in the right direction, and it gives you a clearer idea of what it really is like to move to New York City. So number one, the market goes fast and I mean really fast, okay? So getting an apartment in New York City is vicious. It's starting to pick back up. Back when the pandemic was in full swing, the housing market was totally different, but now it is first come, first serve, and you have to move at a quick pace. My roommate and I were on all of the rental sites. We were on Zillow, Naked Apartments, Street Easy every day, literally every day. Constantly checking new listings. And we were purposefully looking at the Upper West Side and Harlem, but I know a ton of actors that also live in Washington Heights, Astoria, Brooklyn, Hamilton Heights, and some even in Hell's Kitchen. Um, But we were basically looking around for cheaper prices and bigger spaces. We would see listings go up every day, um, go up on one day and then taken down the next, and sometimes even within a 24-hour frame. So just know that the market does go fast, so you have to be quick and on your feet. Number two is to beware of scams. So when you first move to New York City as an actor, the thing you should really focus on first and foremost is getting yourself a secure and safe place to live. In. But a word of warning be careful of scams and make sure you see the place before you move in. One of my professors at Texas State always told us to see the apartment before we move in because there were stories of students buying a place or putting money down for a place and then showing up in New York City and it not existing. And I've had friends where this has happened um, and I don't want this to happen to you. So be careful of scams. Number three, take into account brokers and broker fees. So there's no shortage of licensed real estate brokers in New York City like well over like 27,000 or 30,000. So if you're in the market for an apartment for rent, thinking of hiring a broker to help in your search, the question to ask yourself is, is a broker's help worth the money? There are a lot of upfront costs that you are going to have to give when you get an apartment, especially if you have a broker. So if you have the money up front, a middleman does relieve some of the stress, right? Having a broker take you through apartments, do a search on their own, they have access to way more listings than you do. That's great, right? But New York City brokers can find you deals you wouldn't be able to find yourself. However, they charge fees, a percentage of the year's rent, though you can occasionally negotiate, which we were able to do but be aware of that. Now, one of the primary functions of a real estate broker is to understand your requirements and desires for your new home. That includes apartment size and number of bedrooms, your rental budget, building, unit amenities, your preferred neighborhoods. Basically, a good broker will call you with news of an apartment that satisfies your criteria, meet you in front of the building, unlock the door, And if you like the place, help you get all the paperwork done to sign a lease. If you don't rent the apartment, they'll just continue to search for you and call you every time they find something else on the market for you to look at. This sort of New York real estate broker service can be really helpful for people who don't necessarily have the time to get on the internet and explore the rental apartment listings on sites. Or if you're new to the city or moving here for the first time and not really sure where to start looking. Brokers are awesome. They really help you. However, sometimes it can be expensive. Number four, subletting is an option. If you've never heard about subletting before, basically subletting is renting a room without adding your name to the lease. And it's a popular option for actors moving to New York City. Subletters don't have to hunt for apartments for nearly as long or jump as jump through as many hoops as a leaseholder would have. You can also try to find sublets in different neighborhoods to see what you like best, which I highly suggest. Again, as I mentioned before, a lot of actors love living in renting or subletting in Washington Heights, Harlem, Morningside Heights, Hamilton Heights, the Upper West Side. You can also join groups on Facebook. I know there's Ghostlight Housing, Columbia Housing, New York City Actors, Sublet Connection. I'll put the links in the show notes. Five, guarantors. What is a guarantor? What's a guarantor, you ask? Well, a guarantor is someone who will pay the rent for you if you're ever unable to come up with the full amount some landlords will require actually i would say the majority of them require a guarantor if you make below a certain salary so uh for us in our situation when we moved a guarantor must make higher than 40 times the monthly rent usually a guarantor can be a parent another trusted relative or friend, or anyone who's willing to vouch for your rent-paying prowess and possibly help you in a tight spot. For us, it was our dads. Number six, air conditioning is everything. So finding an apartment in New York City with central air is literally near impossible. Because think about it, right? Around 75-ish percent of the buildings in New York City were constructed before 1960. And according to the U.S. Department of Energy, central air became mainstream in the 1960s, (laughs) later in the 1960s. For us, I think our building was built in like 1920. So it's safe to say it was not built with A.C., When it was first constructed, your best bet when moving into an older building is to install a window AC unit. I don't even think this is a negotiable. It can get so hot in New York City. So I highly recommend this. Number seven, avoid moving to New York City without any savings. Okay, here's the deal. Obviously, New York City is not exactly the most affordable city in the world. And one thing many actors new to the city underestimate is just how expensive it is to live here. Some days it literally feels like 20 20- dollar bills are flying out of my pocket (laughs) so prepare yourself for sticker shock and give yourself a financial buffer with some savings before you arrive just to give you the logistics of everything so a lot of apartments will cost you depending on where you live but if you're living in Manhattan expect to pay at least if you're living with roommates expect to pay around a thousand dollars a month for rent okay okay that's if you're living with roommates. If you're living by yourself, expect to pay a lot more. But if you're living with two other people or three other people, expect to pay around that much for an apartment in Harlem, Hamilton Heights, Washington Heights, and like upper, upper, upper West Side. Around a 1000 give or take. Now, unless... You are lucky enough to have a good-paying job or to have a fairly well-off family that can help. You're probably not going to be living in the most luxurious space or neighborhood in the city right away. While there are options for affordable housing that are quite decent, it can definitely take some searching. So highly suggest you come to New York with a decent amount of money in your savings account so that you're not stressed looking for a side job the moment you get here. Number eight, take advantage of every deal, discount, and anything like it that you can. Did I mention that living in New York can be expensive? Let me just reiterate. It's expensive, and even for like a small room in a building, you'll be lucky enough to find one that's under a thousand. Then, even after thinking about rent, you still need to eat. You still need to pay for utilities. And what about making sure you have enough money to left over for taking class or traveling to auditions or seeing shows or getting coffee? I mean, it's worth taking advantage of anything that's free or discounted out there so you can make the most of what you can. I would factor this into your budget. So maybe instead of going to Whole Foods, check out Trader Joe's or maybe buying tickets at normal price, check out something like TodayTix. Or instead of paying for the subway every single time, think about getting a monthly pass. Things like that. Nine, explore New York City. So you finally moved to New York City. You don't have auditions yet to go to. You don't have work yet. You're not going to see shows yet or you don't have rehearsals yet. What are you going to do? Well, there is literally always something to do in New York City. Like anywhere else, it's super healthy to have a nice life where you can relax, socialize, and even explore other interests you might have all outside the theater world. I cannot stress how important this is. In my specific case as a blogger and a podcaster, I would actually argue that it's a necessity for the sake of not just finding inspiration, but for keeping my own sanity. So be sure to go out, be sure to go for walks, meet with your friends, explore the city, and just enjoy the fact that you are in New York City, <laughs> one of the greatest cities in the world. And lastly, please get a Metro card. I don't know if you know this, but Subway is the way to go in New York, and I don't mean the food chain, I mean <laughs> the actual transportation Um, the subway is super cheap it is so much cheaper than an uber it's relatively safe and relatively quick depending on the line that you live near Um, but this one seems like a no-brainer at least for anyone who's visited new york get a metro card rely on public transit Know that you have to give it some time. Don't wait to the last minute to leave your apartment if you're going to an audition and expect that public transit will be <laughs> running on time. Um, but get yourself a Metro card, figure out the subway system, do some research before you get here so that you are comfortable traveling, especially traveling alone. All right, y'all, those are my 10 tips for moving to New York City as an actor Again, if you enjoy the podcast and you find it super helpful, please be sure to leave a rating or a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Spotify, whatever. It helps me so much. It helps me continue to grow. It helps me bring on fabulous guests for you. And it just helps me hearing from you, hearing which episodes you connected to, hearing which episodes helped you the most. That information is so valuable to me. So if you can share that, that would be so lovely. Some more interviews style podcasts are coming so stay tuned i'm so excited to bring you some incredible interviews so make sure you are subscribed so that you are the first one to know when a new episode comes out all right love you all it takes a village i'll see you next week.